1: Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Radio Update. Stay tuned, coming up, red heat and rage with me and Gabe Morenci betting, DFS, fun, and a whole lot more. Some horrible news on the hardwood last night for the Indiana Pacers. Star guard Victor Oladipo ruptured. Great quad tendon and is going to be out the remainder of the season. MRI taken today revealed the injury. is going to need surgery at a later date as he crumbled to the floor and fell after trying to disrupt a pass from Pascal Siakam of the Raptors in a win versus Toronto. Very scary stuff. And as Cantor, not a happy man after he didn't hit the versus Houston last night. The Knicks center saying, if you're not going to play me, get me the hell out of here. Knicks coach David Fisdale said the 23-year-old uh, Luke Cornette is the regular starter, leaving Cantor and 20-year-old rookie Mitchell Robinson battling for time. Cantor's expiring contract could be dealt before February 7th. Stay tuned. Just four games on the NBA Hardwood tonight. A pair at 8 o'clock, OKC hosting New Orleans Thunder, minus 12, total 233 there. Golden State is a nine-point favorite in Washington, over under 235. At nine, Phoenix hosts Portland. The Blazers minus 7.5 in this one, total 220. And the Lakers hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves at 10.30. T-Wolves minus 1 total in that game, 230 in top 25. College Hoops action tonight. A good old Big Ten throwdown as Iowa hosts Michigan State. Sparty a a 5.5-point road favorite in this one, 156. That's a 7 o'clock flat tip. At 8 o'clock, 23rd-ranked Louisville hosting 21. NC State cards minus over under 155, and in the late game, number four, Gazaga, taking on Santa Clara. The Zags, minus 21 in this one, total 151. According to the Pittsburgh Steelers, ownership talks with veteran quarterback Ben Roethlisberger on an extension have already begun, and still with the Steelers, a few players have said the Antonio Brown saga can be resolved with, hey, just a phone call and a conversation, but they might be far away from any reconciliation. AB hasn't spoke to the team since being held of the team's final game week 17. Wide receiving fr- and friend, Juju Smith Schuster said he reached out to Brown, but no answer so far. Well, he's currently on vacation in the Caribbean. Maybe they'll talk when he comes back. Pro Bowl news, that's going to be going down this weekend, so we can have some interesting stuff there. Hopefully, lots of points in that game, because I know my boy Gabe likes to bet the total. Also, I put in my bet for the total uh, field goal over prop in the Super Bowl, 45.5. We've already clicked that one, guys, and line movement, too. Some books have this game right now at 56.5, down from 57, so if you like the over, you might want to get on top of it. In baseball, The Dodgers making a move today. They've agreed to a deal with speedy outfielder A.J. Pollock. Four-year deal guaranteed $50 million, according to Bob Nightingale of USA Today. After trading Puig and Kemp to the Cincinnati Reds, the Dodgers were in the hunt for field help there. The 31-year-old effective, but very injury-prone. He hasn't played a full season since 2015 with the D-backs. Pollock hit 257 with 21 dingers, 65 RBIs, along with 13 steals last season. He is a career 281 hitter. And the Cubs, they've signed free agent reliever Brad Brock. This deal is one year and guaranteed him three million dollars. Brock split last year between Baltimore and Atlanta, posting a three fifty-nine ERA. 12 saves and 62 two-thirds innings of work there. Tennis news. Raphael Nadal needed 11 minutes to win his Aussie Open semis final. Well, just to show whom he was boss in 11 minutes, Nadell broke the Greek early. The 20-year-old there en route to an easy 6-2, 6-4, 6-0 win over Cepas and uh, that's Nadell's 25th Grand Slam final. 5th in Melbourne. 28 seed Lucas Pouille of France takes on Novak Djokovic in the last semi tonight. They faced, a uh, winner faces Nadal in the final. This one gets started. 3.30 Eastern, so you might want to stay up late on eight side the final is set for seed Naomi Osaka of Japan is going to battle Check, Carolina Pliskova. Round one of golf at Torrey Pines right now. Guys going low. John Rahm and Justin Rose tied for the lead at six under. Tiger Woods even. He's through eight holes. And a stellar leaderboard after round one of the Dubai Classic and the United Arab Emirates. Young Brit Matthew Fitzpatrick holds down the lead at seven under. Tournament favorite, Bryson DeChambeau and Sergio Garcia. Just one shot off the pace. I'm Dan Stewart, the Rager, to keep it locked to Fantasy Sports Radio and TV Network. Coming up on the show, more sports talk, fun, betting DFS and Gabe Morenzi as he hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio join us it's going to be a whale of a show with our buddy whale capper he'll stop by today to talk football tennis betting and a whole lot more back to you and Yang, Gabe
2: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Game Time Decisions
3: All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage, our radio fantasy sports, our radio network. I am Gabriel Morency Throwing it down with the raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. Uh, one rock solid uh, update right there from Darth Vader. <laughs> What's up, <laughs> man? Doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah so the breath. He's got to go hit the treadmill. When I hit the 4 lap. I'm gonna... <laughs> man, I'm in bad shape. It's like, <laughs> can't <even> get the... <laughs> it's like the only thing that I can hear loudly this week is your breathing. <laughs> My breathing, yeah. It's been a, a lot of high-intensity uh, no, breathing quite, right uh, now. <laughs> that's 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 like running on a treadmill for, like, five minutes. Like, that that's, that's not easy said no, that's a rapid no, it's fire. Not. Your flow is very <laughs> fast there.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Got to slow it down, Morantzi. You talk about pace. It's something I'll be working on. And you said bad news for the Pacers versus the Raptors last night. Horrible uh, sight with uh, Oladipo. I was at the Raptor game, but man, I hate to see stuff like that. And his career just keeps on. Uh, you know, the trajectory's up. What a blow to those guys because they're a damn good team. Not saying they're going to come out of these, but they are one of the best teams. That sucks. I don't like to see anybody
3: hurt like that. All uh, right. Uh, so the. Uh yeah, the Pacers are going to have to be um, – the Pacers, too bad for the Pacers because they were a solid team. Now, they weren't going to win the Eastern Conference. You know, they would have won a playoff series. Maybe they would have won pl- two playoff series. They were a solid team. But, you know, it's, I feel bad for, for Oladipo just because he is a good guy. He really turned his career – this is, you know, it's a dude that, you know, the first couple of teams he was on, it, it never really worked for him, right? He was in a, with Orlando. He was with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yep finally it came together uh, for him in Indiana where he became a star player. And uh, And he's a good guy, too. He's a nice guy. So it's, it's too bad. But, hey, that's that's part of sports, you know, that you know, players get injured. And, you know, really, the NBA, considering it's a pretty – basketball is a pretty crazy sport to play at the pace that they're playing. You talk about the flow, going up and down, jumping, landing on your ankle and stuff. There's – there's not as many injuries as there could be, actually, in the NBA. It's unfortunate. You know, every year there's, like, you know, three to five guys who just sort of get screwed and, like, break an ankle or break a leg on the way down. It just did, you know. Hayward, Paul George. Good call. Uh, yep. Remember the kid uh, kid happened in, like, the Final Four? Remember once in a national title game or something? Kid awkward. They landed awkwardly, popped his leg. It happens. You hear about it and pick up basketball all the time. But, you know, but. there's a lot of injuries in basketball. You know, like the pickup, you know, I I remember I used to get injured all the time playing. Um, I was playing once and a buddy of mine broke another buddy of mine's arm while we were playing basketball. I got my nose broken. You know, basketball is a chippy <laughs> sport. Uh, basketball, prison, prison yard rules with Marantzia. Yeah, my buddy broke a nose. Broke his arm. Yeah. Yeah. high elbows. Should have been playing with beer, Bill Lambeer, Gabe. Well, I was influenced by that era. Yeah, exactly. I was influenced by that era. <laughs> yes. Grew up watching the Pistons and uh, and the Knicks and these guys nasty the ones. You know, yeah, Bill Lambier was a mean dude. Yes. Um uh, You know who really really was one of the kings of getting his elbows up? He wasn't like an overly dirty player like all the time. But like if you went around him or near the paint, he'd just get his elbows up. Bill Cartwright. Oh yeah. He's a center goal. with the bulls. Very good call. He had nice very point. Sharp elbows. Very uh, very pointy and sharp elbows, and he liked to use them. <laughs> he broke his noses over the years. Sure <laughs> did. All right, Whale Capper's on the radar. Uh, We're going to talk some DFS with the Daily Roto crew as well. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. time decisions. Red Heat and Rage, our radio fantasy sports radio network. Uh, Whale Capper on the radar should join us in about 10 minutes time. Uh, Lucas. Lucas, uh, the Dolphin fan, uh, I believe he's in the Syracuse uh, area, sent uh, sent me a tweet and I saw this last night and, you know, you figure it would be funny and stuff and I don't like the New England Patriots uh, but this is at the Pro Bowl, and just, you know, the Pro Bowl festivities, and the players are there, and uh, there's the mascots are there as well. And Jamal Adams, former LSU Tiger, New York Jet safety, uh, Jamal Adams was, um, you know, signing autographs and talking to the fans, and he's standing there, and he looks over, and about 20, 20 yards away from him, the uh, New England Patriot mascot is just standing there. But the Patriot mascot's just standing there, minding his own business. Yeah, he's not doing anything. Like he's oh not. God. He's standing. See this on,
1: again? He's, this standing, on again. We, yeah, he's <laughs>
3: yeah, standing on the side, Yeah, he's standing on the done. sidelines. And the mascot's just standing there. Like he's, yeah, not, he's doing top, not. He's not. He's <laughs> chatting with other mascots. He's yeah, not. Yeah. He's not instigating anything. And the thing is, <laughs> it's not Tom Brady. Like I know. Like I, I, don't like, I don't like. I don't like the Patriots. But dude, that's some dude making like fifteen bucks an hour, bro. Like
1: I know. He's just, you just like paying out.
3: You didn't just take out like Wes Welker or Julian Edelman. And thing is, like okay. It would have been funny, haha, if he would have went over and just sort of, you know, started, you know, playing, fighting with Ty or whatever. Yeah, fake punch day. him and give him a quick hug or take
1: him see, down slow. He came
3: he freaking in freaking nailed him. <laughs> I
1: know. And everyone's high the worst part about it is yeah, all the, the, players the players afterwards
0: high five high five
1: I'm going, Great job, buddy. Like you what you killed a regular human being with in, in a patriot outfit? I'm with you, Morense. And I the mascot didn't even see it coming. No, like he, he got sucker thing. tackled. That's scary. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it was a sucker tackle. It was, he, and he started like that. Was not slow. Like he went in there at a nice little pace. Like if you do that to somebody, and you're in a mascot outfit, think about this: you already have bad peripheral vision. You don't know what's going on. You're kind of just chilling out there, and then you all of a sudden get boom hit by an NFL player. Yeah, that's not cool, man. I'm with you. I'm glad you sent me that. I was just That's just wrong.
3: Absolutely yeah. wrong. The players are worse. <laughs> Great job, buddy. Yeah, what? You beat up a, ma- a guy in a suit. I noticed that. Who was that? Delaney Walker was really hyping it up and loving it. Yeah, he sure was. Let's see who else was uh, there at the end celebrating this. <laughs> I'm going to go knock this mascot, out, he says. Mascot doesn't even see it coming. Uh-huh. Boom. Ring, ring.
1: Hello? Celino you know, and Barnes crazy. injury a co- attorneys. There's a couple this of mascots. cops. <laughs> There's
3: a couple of cops right there too. They don't. Uh, yeah. see. They don't care. They're like, okay, whatever. No, it's Vaughn Miller that's uh, loved it. Vaughn Miller, not <laughs> Lady Walker. Vaughn Miller. Vaughn yeah, Miller was all like high-fiving them and stuff. Um, like I said, all right, fine. You don't like the Patriots, but you know, you don't. T- you don't kill the mascot. Like that, you know, that's... And now, well, the, the, now there's a report. Um, the mascot's now in the hospital. <laughs> He's now in the hospital, so... Uh, Adam said his intention was never to hurt him. It was just a joke.
4: Uh, yeah, well, quote, the NFL did not
3: happened due to this incident. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Like, uh, you know who's not going to be happy at the end of this incident? Jamal Adams, because... Any anyone that watches this will say, "Dude, like that's not—I that wasn't a joke. You just—you flattened the guy, and now the guy's got a concussion, or the guy's yeah. in the hospital now. This guy doesn't have money for hospital bills. Well, he's Jim, gonna soon. <laughs> he, when he gets out of the hospital after like said, taking a loan to pay for that hospital, he'll be quite fine. Kim, you don't have to be Salino and Barnes to to figure out that this guy yeah, this no. guy's got a case. Li- <laughs> Gabe, I think uh, Lionel Hutz can crack this case." he's he a smoking monkey yeah, yeah this guy's a bitch matching in court too with the jury mascot was standing there you have the guy in court like in yeah. the mascot uniform too like. so he's testifying as the mascot like, he can't talk because he's a mascot so he just sort of he nods is it true yeah. you were just standing there minding your old business talking to the jacksonville jaguar <laughs> it's true like look He's talking to the Jaguar. Can't. Okay, yeah, look, I know, you know, I like, like, I've watched I know. it a few times. It's I like a crime it. scene. J- watch. <laughs> look, he's just to watch a bunch of mascot. All right, Adam sees him. The Pitcher, he's just over there talking to the Jaguar. I... Get smoked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's, and there's two cops yeah. right there. They're like chuckling. <laughs> I just love the way it happened. Like, he's just signing
1: autographs and like, he's coming in at like, you know, yeah, not, not a walking pace either. Like you said it. There were so many ways to do this better. Like to tap him on the shoulder, to give him some fake punches. You know, a fake DDT. There's so many. Yeah, there's the, a yeah, the jaguar. He leaves the scene. <laughs>
3: yeah, I love it. <laughs> the jaguar's like, pew. <laughs> Yeah, but watch after Adams leaves, the Jaguar goes over to, to pick him up, yeah. like to help him out. <laughs> I see Crab Chowder's on Twitter. He's not impressed. No, yeah, I didn't be impressed man, this is mascot crime. This is the mascot abuse. Like <laughs> it is. Jamal Adams oh. is a jerk too. Like he's uh, he's always running his mouth about players in the NFL and stuff. This guy, so I don't. Uh... It's not like I, I, I feel sorry for him if he's going to get tagged here. <laughs> like, oh, the, he Pro also, tagged. the Pro Bowl <laughs> supposed to be fun. <laughs> the mascot, this mascot was probably originally happy. Hey, I'm going to Orlando. You know, yeah. Team's going to the Super Bowl. i go to Orlando for a week, and then I go over to Atlanta. <laughs> it's a great time for this guy, whoever's in the suit. I'll and tell instead, you what. He's in an you Orlando should... hospital this morning. Exactly.
1: We've been to Orlando. You, you I have enough problems in a drive through getting yeah. around town of to hospital well, you that's and it's not a fun
3: stay. You and I have been in Orlando police cars. Fortunately, we didn't get yeah. to the hospital. Unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I going to tell you could, one could, thing though. Things could have been worse.
1: The Patriots should have took the Patriots should have took uh, Paulie Patriot to Atlanta. Maybe that's part of the next move is uh, as a representative no, yeah, that's the thing. But uh, I'm just saying, like Randy the Ram or Polly Patriot or whatever it is. Like maybe as part of the consortium, when you go, you go with the team, and you just kind of avoid the the Pro Bowl. There, he's in the wrong place at the wrong time. Gabe, well, he's Not representing. Cool.
3: He's he's representing the team because uh, the Patriot players can't be there. Yeah, good point. They're in the Super Bowl. He didn't he's see the this team one coming though. Yeah, yeah, he's the team <laughs> representation. <laughs> You imagine, too, if he gets screwed, like, somehow, like, they're like, yeah, listen, like, the Patriots yeah. tell him, yeah, listen, uh, you know, the insurance that we have, you got a concussion, uh, we can't let you work the Super Bowl, you can't go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. We're sending, you, we're sending you back to Boston. Like, I'm telling you, I'd like to know the story behind this, like, how this guy just got screwed hard because of this somehow. <laughs> You're right. It, 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 that actually, no, as crazy as it sounds, that might happen. Yeah, like uh, they're going to say, yeah, listen, you, know, you we, we can't send this guy. They're going to worry about a lawsuit. They're going to go, man, he's going to sue us now. Because like, yeah. I got to tell you, like, uh, you know, Lionel Hutz would say, well, who were you working for when you were there? Well, I was representing the New England Patriots. Oh, really? Robert Kraft in the New England <laughs> Patriots. Like, you, you, like, really, if you're a real lawyer, an ambulance chaser camp, you're suing everybody. Like, you're a mascot. It's not like who cares if you get blackballed from the industry. <laughs> you know what I mean? you stupid Make mascot. Your now. Yeah. Like, basically, if you really want to go out swinging, and it would work, too, because everyone hates the NFL. <laughs> so, like, if I was on a jury, if you were on, like, you and I are pretty hard, too. We're like, I wouldn't give you a cent. This guy, if I was on the jury, I'd be like, pay him. <laughs> I agree. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, Jamal Adams is a jerk. He always tries to hit people on the field. He called Josh Allen trash before he played a game. <laughs> like, I'd hold it against all these things against him. And then we'd say, the mascot makes 12 bucks an hour, got smoked by a multimillionaire athlete on a football field. I'd say, where's the security? I'd say, when, 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 when I'm going to work as a mascot at a Pro Bowl, I'm expecting to be safe. I'm not expecting to get smoked by an NFL player. Like, then suddenly I'd sue the NFL as well. I'd be suing everybody if I was this mascot. I agree with you 100%, man. And that's the thing. You you bring it up. Low the pay. city of Orlando. You're also, Orlando
1: you're, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, everybody. You're, you're also I see see what in, in Orlando. <laughs> you're, you're in a suit, and I've been in, like, you Matt, Ch- clam chowder knows you're in those mascot suits you're already you don't have like vision or anything too so that that hit coming out of the blue there probably rocked his heart a little bit too lucky he didn't have like a heart attack on top of it yeah
3: the thing is adam says oh it was just a joke i didn't mean any harm not by a it. Joke. you can tell it's he a didn't player. see if the guy was okay after no and you know adam probably heard the guy go "Ah," oh. you know, when he got hit <laughs> Game time decisions, Red Eat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
4: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 843 6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fancy source 24 hours a day.
3: time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Mrenzy alongside Cam Stewart. Let's bring Whale Capper in. You can follow him on Twitter, whale underscore capper. You can uh, hear him over at Audio Boom, uh, Whale Capper's uh, podcast at uh, Audio Boom. Whale Capper, always a pleasure. How you doing uh, this afternoon?
5: Hey, not too bad. How about you guys?
3: Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, We're fired up. uh, Fired up for the Pro Bowl. So we're expecting a uh, in-depth <laughs> in-depth breakdown because um, finally I was people we've been talking a lot on money management recently on this program and uh, as I told somebody on the program yesterday I feel as if though any like sharp gambler at this time of the year puts everything that he has on the Pro Bowl and then rolls it over on the Super Bowl on the way
5: out. <laughs> Oh yeah, and, without a doubt. I mean, uh, yeah, not i been uh, there. on the pro—you know, tease it, parlay it, all of it. Yeah, I've been there. And all
3: kidding yeah. aside, actually, the uh, the Pro Bowl there wasn't there weren't there weren't any odds until uh, until this morning. So I'm seeing. I think it's NFC minus one. I know the total is 60. Now, all kidding aside, and you're probably going to think less of me now, uh, Will Capper. But I actually have put. I'd say it's high. The biggest Pro Bowl bet I made was like probably like forty seven hundred dollars. So Ooh, I bet for Yeah, I put forty seven hundred bucks on a Pro Bowl over before. Uh, I've commonly put like two dimes on uh, Pro Bowl overs, but uh, Roger Goodell, being the stick in the mud that he is, um, he got all pissed off one year. It, I don't know. It was like fifty to forty one or something, but. It was real Sandlot stuff. Guys were, like, doing triple sort of reverses, and every play was sort of like the the band play with laterals. And guys were having fun, and it was leading to a ton of points, and it was just bomb after bomb after bomb with the offense. And, you know, they, Goodell's like, oh, we're going to shut the game down because you're making a mockery of it. And then, of course, J.J. Watt being, you know, J.J. Watt, you know, would be the teacher's pet, right? You know, Mr. Suckup. Sure. J.J. J.J. Watt, the next year put integrity in the game, because, oh, he's J.J. Watt, by, like, tackling the quarterback and making plays and stuff, and I lost, like, a shitload of money uh, on it, because the defense (laughs) suddenly were, like, blitzing. I was like, what the hell? Like, you could see even the linemen were getting mad, because they were getting shown up. They were like, bro, you need to chill, and then by the end of the game, like, players were fighting and stuff, so they got what they wanted. And anyone that's watched the Pro Bowl the last couple of years now knows they're actually hitting each other, and it gets ugly kind of because there's money at stake, and it's awkward. Like, some guys are playing hard, some guys aren't. It's sort of like on a highway, guys. You know, like in Germany, the Autobahn, there's no speed limit, right? And they have less accidents there than anywhere else because it erases the stupidity. Where you have problems with accidents... One person's driving fast. Another person's driving slow. Somebody else is fucking looking at their phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, it leads to, like, everyone's doing something different. So when you play football like that, it becomes strange. Like, remember, you'll see, like, a linebacker will smoke the punter. Right, somebody will smoke a punter. Like, <laughs> right, there'll be a, there'll be, Yeah, there'll be a couple of dudes that are like over the top into it. There'll be a couple other guys that are like, bro, what are you doing, man? Like, you got to ease up. It's a pro bowl. so it actually is more like there's more injuries now and stuff, and then players get angry. It's actually it's a funny game to watch now, just because it's a weird dynamic. But, anyways, the total is sixty. I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the under here, guys, and I'm Mister Over on this, but I'm telling you. The offenses don't want any part of it because it's not worth getting hit, so it's just turned into unders. I'll get the numbers up here in a second, but the, I believe the last since since Goodell complained, it's gone under every year.
5: Hmm. That's too bad. Yeah, I, NBA went that way with the All Star game last year too. It was a shame. It was a lot more fun when it was just free for all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it personally. Well, well the All NBA All Star game is competitive. I don't like trend though. at all.
1: It is. It is competitive. It is competitive. Yeah. You know, though, guys, like because of all the totals and stuff, and people. What do you want to do in those games? They love betting the over. In today's society, everyone bets everything now. Gabe, we're not the only degenerates out there. Like people, are like, hey, I'm going to bet this game. It's on TV. I it's know, happening. And now, and people then, and the under is what Vegas needs. So that's why these games used to be free money. I remember back when we worked together years ago. You're like, this is great. I love the Pro Bowl. Like you know,
3: nine I used to put more on the points, Pro Bowl points. <laughs> yes, than regular games. I know. Yeah cuz it was I easy used to money. put more on the pro bowl than the super bowl <laughs> like costly <Yep>. give us <laughs> back boy uh, okay let's yeah, see man, we need they... no i know and it was fun. like you said all right look like where are the scores here oh yeah this is so this is oh yeah so that was these were the glory years um four all right 41 34 55 41 59 41 6235. Oh, that's the one that got Cadell pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> like, you no, know, he was like, that's a mockery. Like you guys, you, you made a mockery of it. And then he, he stole it from Hawaii, which is another screw job. There's not one player in the NFL that says, you know what, I want to go to Orlando instead of Hawaii. Dude, fifty percent of the NFL players are from Florida. <laughs> like it's no yeah, reward it's for them at all. Like uh, I've talked to everyone, like any player that's played in the NFL, they're like, nah, no one like. They're like, because the NFL, it used to be you and three tickets for your family. You could bring three people, so like, you know, you were four people. You could bring your friends, your cousins, your 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 girlfriends, your mistress. You know what I mean? So for the guys, they loved it. It was like paid vacation It shut the family up. You know, they went to Hawaii. They, everyone liked it. So you hear the score since uh, since they got serious. 2013
5: 2423 yeah yeah that sucks okay that, yeah. so you know, you know what this screams of this is like a bunch of guys that get you know executive vice presidents sitting around a boardroom who get paid too much money and contribute nothing are like trying to solve a problem that isn't a problem like yeah. nobody nobody really is tuning into the Pro Bowl to watch a competitive football game nobody gives yeah. two hoots if they Nobody was outraged before, before. Exactly. no one cares. Like they want to watch some cool stuff. They want to watch the trick plays. They want to watch the wild offense. Nobody is tuning into the Pro Bowl to see competitive football. And if you see, are, see JJ
3: Watt get a sack.
5: I, I know. Like, yeah, I, I got. I can. I can point you in the direction of some other sports if all you care about is competition and you want to see competitive sports. Like. No, no amount of changing the rules and, and, and getting the intensity fired up for the Pro Bowl was ever going to make it an interesting football game. Uh, you, you're better off just having, having it be a fun uh, experience, and the fact that they changed the rules to make it lower scoring is pretty asinine, if you ask me. Well you said, you think,
1: Maranci, 61, would you ever bet the under?
5: Yeah, I'm what taking the under.
3: Yeah. Yes. yeah, damn right. Yep. That's yeah. the play. I thought I said that you said take any under. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know you clicked there. No, or, you know, no, I'm just no, no, no. With yeah, all exactly. the empirical data, you know, uh, you as well. We won't even get into the NHL All Star Game. That that's another one that's this weekend. No, uh, no. We'll, we'll hit that later. No. Whale Capper doesn't cap hockey, but the thing is, you know, with, with these All Star games, the, they're worse when it's contact sports, right? Like you said, football players yeah, just want to have fun. Right. It's like Sandlot, throw some bombs. The hockey one is very awkward as well. It used to be competitive. Now no one really knows what to do. They don't hit each other. It's it's like very it really is just a waste of time. Like baseball has its sort of dignity about it. The Midsummer Classic. Even though interleague play has bastardized it. Um, um the the NBA All Star game is a show. Like that's the one that's taken over. Like, you know, and the slam dunk competition. The NBA All Star Weekend has really, really done it well. And it's actually fun. Players want to be there. You know what I mean? Like other leagues, like NHL players are trying to get out of this this weekend. The, um, um, you know, pro Bowl players don't want to go for the most part. Now it's in Orlando. They're like, yeah, whatever. Um, the NBA All-Star game, you talked about it last week. You we use this for capping, whale Capper, I'm telling you. Uh, games are going over right now, too. There's a little burst. There's always ebbs and flows in the NBA season. And there's a burst right now. A player's going balls to the wall. They want to get to the All Star game. Don't think like D'Angelo Russell. Every time he shoots, man, there's. I'm in New York There's a big push. He's on a fire recently. Every time, man, every yep. game, D'Angelo for All Star. Like he knows it. Like he, you know, sometimes, yeah. Like the day the All Star voting is over, the next night all the games go under. They all know. It's like a politician. I don't need to kiss a baby. Polls yeah. are closed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen it. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Polls are closed, it. man. Yeah, it's like, uh, I just, I just yeah, tried I hard for the last six weeks, all right? <laughs> uh, I'm in the All-Star yeah. game where I'm not. Screw it. Ugh. But it's, I'm telling you, yeah. games yeah. have been going, going over. But to me, that's what the NBA All-Star game, players actually want to be there. They actually care about it.
5: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And It's an event. It's a, it's an event for like the NBA, uh, co- you know, extended community. You know, like the people who are super yes. fans make a make a, a trip there every year. It is like a it's a legitimate experience for for like the NBA culture. Uh, and uh, I've I, been to I an NBA All Star game. I yeah,
3: and I enjoyed the experience. I paid a lot of money too. It's the most yeah. I ever paid for a sporting event. It was like uh, six hundred bucks. It was Kobe Bryant's Ooh. last All Star game. Uh, in Toronto, but just seeing Kobe, LeBron James, and Westbrook, and pretty much like all the best players in, in the world, maybe ever, actually, on the court once, Kevin Durant, and yeah, it was a great experience. It was like they deliver. Like it, the, the NBA All-Star game delivers. And you know what? It's The NBA All-Star game is really good because it's first quarter, it's dunk fest. You know what I mean? It's dunk fest. Yeah. You know, guys are yeah. hitting threes. And then the fourth quarter, they ratchet it up. And suddenly, like, in the like last six minutes, it's real, man. And there's a battle. These guys want to be MVP, man. It's real, like being the All Star MVP. That's yeah. on. That's on the resume. That's on the Hall of Fame stuff, right? The, you know that people. How For many sure. times is the All Star the All Star MVP? The All Star. Oh, two time MVP All Star. Even like that it matters. Yeah, like <laughs> these guys, they're into that stuff, yeah. which makes it interesting. But athletes are also in the Super Bowls and Super Bowl rings. So we'll hit the Super Bowl on the other side uh, with Whale Capper. I'm still getting used to this new format on this show. Um, So we'll break down this Super Bowl early uh, preliminary talk with Whale Capper. We're not putting him in the hot seat for picks or anything. (laughs) Next week. Nice. Although although
2: I like the Rams.
3: Uh, wah, 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 wah. His name is Dougie Gim Gim. Eight Doug, under, Doug he's Gim. tied for the lead. Yeah, I made mad, Dougie Gim's lighting Dougie it up Gim. right now. Are you kidding From me? Texas, he's leading. Tory yeah. Pines,
1: Hookem Horns. Yeah, he's tied with the lead with John Rom. It's funny. John Rom, tournament favorite, ten to one. Doug Gim, he might have been two hundred to one, or Field at twenty to one. Then Who knows? I didn't even,
3: I didn't even take Doug Gim in, in DraftKings. He it, was like at the I bottom. Looked at, we we stopped at him. Too. How much was he? Like five thousand
1: fifty-six or something? Uh, how much was he? Yeah, 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 I think it was like sixty-two hundred bucks. He's right at the bottom uh, of the barrel. He was in the
3: he was in the quarter hey, bin. the nickel. Hey, bin. How's my How's my boy Shank doing?
1: Yeah, I got to find Shank for you. That's what I'll do. I'll look uh, right now. Yeah, Rams leading right. Gim's there. Yeah, i daylight dollar short too. Smoking Bud Collie seven hundred. Yeah, all our usual suspects. Gabe, we don't have them this week. Same story.
3: All right, still early. Okay, so we're whale capper right now, and uh, it's still early with the Super Bowl. Um, there's a bunch of props, and you know there's sucker bets, whale cappers, some of these frill and novelty prop bets. I already fell for one of them. Number of typos in Donald Trump's <laughs> number of typos <laughs> in Donald Trump's tweets on Super Bowl Sunday. It's over Ooh. over under zero point five plus two seventy. Basically I just need, over. Yeah, oh. done, over. Is that the whole day too? It says on yes. Super Bowl Sunday. That means yes. every like from the minute Yes. yes. I, I love that. That's yes. He's gotta yes. have a damn typo. Look, Sunday morning shows are on. He's gonna go on a tweeting because listen, there's over under there's a bet over under how many tweaks will he do? Nine and a half. And the the over nine and a half is plus four hundred. Earlier in the week, I think I moved this because I talked about this. It was minus 170. <laughs> All right. So it was minus 170, and I talked about it, and then boom, it's like minus 650 like 10 minutes later. So the only thing is, I was looking to do my research, and I was like, how many times a day does Trump actually tweet? He tweets a lot, man. Like, he tweets nine, 10 times a day. Like, they said it at nine and a half. They checked. Like <laughs> So the thing is, it's Super Bowl Sunday. So it's the political Sunday shows. There's a government shutdown. He's going to go on a tirade in the morning calling Chuck Schumer names and, you know, it'll be like a four or five part witch hunt, Robert Mueller, witch hunt, Chuck, lying Chuck, Nancy, blah, blah, four or five. He's a Patriot fan. Good luck to the Patriots. Something too bad the Democrats hate America. and There's no security at the Super Bowl. You know, he might go to 10 plus money, but on a more serious note... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> On a more serious note, how about this one, guys? Will a field goal attempt hit the uprights or a uh, field goal or PAT? So we get extra points too. And I think there's gonna be a lot of touchdowns Ooh. in this game. So that means there's opportunities yeah. for extra points. I've seen Gaskowski miss extra points. What do you guys make of that? Yes. Plus seven sixteen. Will all the ball has to do is hit the upright. It doesn't have to miss. Go in or out. Hit an upright.
5: Man, that's an that's interesting tough one. one. Yeah. I guess the only thing I would, the only thing <laughs> no, I would it, Sorry, it, it
1: <laughs> I'm not rushing to the window yeah. to bet that one.
3: If Parky was in the game,
5: yeah, yeah. Parkey, Cody Parker.
1: Sure. Yeah,
3: we're, no. we're, we're missing the wrong guy. No, no, but this is one of these guys the I other, have to yeah. play because I've talked about it too much. I'm telling you,
0: Guskowski's going to play enough off, yeah, off yeah.
5: the bar. What, so does upright beat well, crossbar, uh, the trick too? Is, <laughs> yeah, anything. Well, so I mean, I think this is, I think, yeah, it's got to be including that. And I guess I, I would lean with, you know, with you on this, that there's probably value in that because they're playing indoors. Uh, both of these kickers are capable of very long field goals. And the likelihood that uh, you're going to get a particularly long attempt that might hit the crossbar or the uprights is pretty high, I would say relative to just a neutral situation or if it was outdoors, if it was a windy game, you know. Uh, So I I feel like the conditions lend themselves to more risky field goal attempts and that in turn uh, higher likelihood that you hit the bar. I agree.
1: I, yeah, I agree. I like the seven to one game, but I—you're I, you, yeah. the king of this prop, whale capper. I love the over field goal forty-five and a half. You got Legatron, who's money from the last two kicks with the uh, with the Rams. He can nut big field Greg goals. Greg the Leg, Goskowski. Yeah, Greg the Leg, Legatron, and uh, Goskowski. Despite once in a while like shanking an extra point, he's pretty good too. Like he can go up there and nail a, a, a you know a fifty yarder in his sleep. So I gotta believe that the the field goal prop in an indoor game looks pretty damn good right now.
5: I like the long field yeah. goal. Uh, over. There was, yeah. Where was the, what was was the deal last year? Last year, last year there was a ton of scoring. Last year there were a ton of extra points. Uh, it's, I guess, maybe maybe uh, do a little bit of a deep dive into last year's kicking results and see if there's any five indication of the last that, six. Uh, th- oh, five wow! Of, five really? of the last
3: six Super Bowls have gone over the number, and yeah, the long field goal pop oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. has hit, and and yeah. I think the same. Um we'll 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 dig into that. Here's another just sort of frivolous one before we you know we throw a couple of more serious football topics, but will Tony Romo predict so you know everyone's freaking out about Romo predicting plays. Right? <laughs> so um, will a play that Tony Press Romo on predicts now, though. Yeah, will a play that Tony Romo predicts result in a touchdown? Yes, plus one ninety one, no, minus two sixty five.
5: Hmm. I'm going no. No. Hmm. No, no, no. No. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm leaning no happening. too. Uh I guess yeah, do you guys uh, do you guys subscribe at all to the conspiracy theory that he was getting the uh he was getting the um the audio from the coach to the quarterback and he knew what, what the play's call was before uh, uh, before dropping it right before the snap? No, I think he just
1: got uh, it. I doubt it. But then again, Gabe, working in radio, we hear a lot of different things all the time, and then yeah. sometimes the, the wires cross frequencies. Who knows? Yeah, you
5: know, it could supposedly, uh, supposedly, supposedly, uh, everyone was using the CBS. Uh, everyone or CBS knew everyone's radio frequencies because they were the broadcaster for that game, and that's, yeah, uh, that's if correct. They wanted to if they wanted to send Tony the call, he could have had it. Uh, and you know it would have been a good way to drum up a little bit of uh, a little bit of hype before he calls his first Super Bowl. Uh, it's not the craziest conspiracy theory I've heard this week.
3: CBS, is such a safe network, though. They're very safe, yeah. See like this is something CNN would do. Fox News, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> MSNBC, like they'd be more sinister. But this is like "Murder She Wrote," Angela Lansbury. that's interesting though you got me thinking now
1: Gabe I didn't tell you guys the story too when I was doing the journey of the cup whale capper we had like this $30,000 like camera rig and they take your they basically look and inspect your equipment before you go in for the Stanley Cup finals and they confiscated our camera because they didn't like with the frequencies it what it didn't abide by the rules of like a technical television beta cam camera whatever because the guy basically He rigged it himself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they freak out about that that Aww. type of thing. So, yeah, it was absolutely insane. So, we couldn't we couldn't film anything during the game. And then they gave it to us afterwards. We had to do streeters. So, it was like kind of, Gabe, it's one of those things, man. You don't think about that stuff. But uh, it's a big deal, these frequencies and stuff like that. Because if anybody has any type of equipment, you can jam up signals real easy.
3: Very, Just very interesting. There. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. The Weird world bed, you know, we live in. That was a long well, time
1: ago, too. Technology's advanced from the last, what, what did I do that, 12 years ago? So, big time. Speaking of,
3: speaking of the Saints, too, it was last week, so Sean but there were accusations going back to the Bounty Gate stuff that they actually did the same thing, Whale Capper, that they could hear the communications. They could hear the offensive coordinator. Yeah. They had everything. And, you know, it was an employee said, yeah, I installed the box for Mickey Loomis. Basically, <laughs> but and they yeah. and Sean, there was a lot of Percocets thugs in the locker room too. Like the Saints uh, were out of control, and basically the yeah, bounty, yeah. the bounty gate was the easy way out. You know, what that, I mean? that was that makes sense. Yeah, to me. it was. A, that yeah, was the it one. was like it was like because how could it suspend like everybody? Yeah, yeah,
5: institutional yeah. control yeah. thing. didn't
3: want to say. And oh yeah, yeah by the way, it. the coaching staff like took two thousand pills from the team doctor. And uh, and oh yeah, yes. they won the Super Bowl, right. and they were they were cheating while they were doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's you know the Oops. Patriots aren't the only ones. So so what what do you, what's your yeah, early right, right. impression here? Rams and uh, Patriots, uh, Will Capper.
5: I think it's going to be a pretty good game. Uh, if history tells us anything, these Patriots Super Bowls are absolute can't miss. Come down to the wire, team with the ball last probably wins uh, back and forth type of game. Rams are an absolute, absolutely a legit, uh, opponent for the Patriots, probably, uh, as tough, if not tougher opponents than they've had in the last two Super Bowls with the Eagles and the, uh, uh and the Falcons. Um, I thought the opening line, opening the Patriots as underdogs was pretty silly, not from a values, not from like a You know, is this a good line from a power number standpoint? But just from the way the public was rewarded for having faith in Belichick and Brady the last two weeks, if you open them as an underdog, an absolute tidal wave of Patriots money off the open. And it was surprising that the books wanted to put themselves, you know, at a lopsided, you you know, they wanted lopsided books that early on this matchup was kind of surprising. Um, I would have guessed they would have opened the Patriots at minus 2.5 or something if they wanted to get early balanced action. Uh, but, uh, but instead, they went the other way. Um, I think there's probably some value in the Rams, with the way the line has moved and shaped up a little bit, uh, especially if you go to some of the more public shops, public books, you can get the Rams close to plus 3 right now, which is a great look. Um, Patriots, you know, this, the likelihood that this is a, a Patriots stomp, blowout, you know, Rams are never competitive, to me is pretty low. Um, and you know, if, if you want to play this a certain way, you know, if you're, if you're going to be by your phone or by your computer and you want to get involved in this game, you know, both ways, uh, you know, wait and try to get the very best plus money money line you can possibly get on the Rams before the game starts, you know, watch them go up seven, nothing in the first quarter and then cop on the Patriots the other way. Uh, because this is going to go back and forth, I feel like all game long and, um, you know, team with the ball last kind of win, you know, it wins. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, I'm trying to be, you know, be a little bit, you know, uh, a cool on the total for now, because my initial reaction was, this is going to be just a, an absolute, uh, uh, points fest here. Um, but you know, both teams do have certain, uh, you know, certain tendencies in their current approaches to, you know, to play calling that would, you would maybe see expect to see a little bit more running than we saw in the last super bowl. Last super bowl was just just a spectacular pass <laughs> fest and uh you know the, the Patriots have completely revised how they do things since then. They are they they're really leaning on their strength in the running game and the offensive line uh and trying to take some of the pressure off Brady which has worked out to their advantage to getting here to to even be in this conversation. So Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting handicap from so many different angles. Uh, but, uh, you know, for sure, I think if you want to get involved with, uh, Rams plus money line, plus money, money line before the game starts, you'll have an opportunity at the worst case scenario, have some opportunity during the game to come back on that with the Patriots so you can make some money and kick your feet up and enjoy the game.
1: I think that's the way we're leaning there, Wheel Capper. Gabe, you you said you like the Rams initially. I do, too. We were hoping to get three. I don't think that's going to happen because at three, the books understand that people will take the Rams, so they'll leave it at uh, two, two and a half there. Wheel Capper, what about the total, 59 down to 56 and a half there? Are you yeah. surprised that people are smashing the under? I am because in a public game, people like to take the over. What What are your thoughts on that?
5: Yeah, it was surprising. Um, it's, <laughs> it's 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 a Extremely fast field uh, and is yes, and these are point. two dynamic offenses and two very, very accomplished play callers. Um, both defenses. I feel like have, you know, have, you can attack them. Um, Jared Goff, as far as, you know, as far as being able to go score for score with Tom Brady, can Jared Goff do it? Well, if he gets the protection, he his offensive line afforded him through the duration of that saints game. Absolutely. Uh, they're going to, you know, they're going to have the ability to go score for score with each other, which, you know, all of this is to say, I feel like that the look on the total, first half under, second half over. This is going to be a tight game. Feel each other out in the first half, more running attempts than passing attempts. Game goes by pretty quickly. We see more commercials than football. And in the second half, things just explode.
3: That has been a pattern, actually, with Patriot. does stupid yep. balls. You can follow Whalecapper on Twitter, whale underscore cap. You've
4: Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day.
3: It says she's got a uh, Maroon Five stuck uh, song stuck in her head due to me. No, just because because I ripped Maroon 5 Adam doesn't mean you I've got a song stuck in her head. Excellent point. Yeah, I brought up Adam Levine and Maroon Five this morning only because people uh, there's a push out there for Maroon Five not to play the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Uh, and you know what? I think they should not play the halftime of the Super Bowl too because they suck. But that's not why there's a push, that, that somehow they should be um, supporting Colin Kaepernick. And I'm thinking, what the hell does Maroon 5's career have to do with Colin Kaepernick? Like, because Colin Kaepernick wanted to take this road. Like, is everyone in the rest of the history of the world not supposed to, like, make money? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You know, like, Maroon Five's no. like, battle. I don't no. know why anyone it's would not. expect Maroon 5 not to. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's It's ridiculous. Respect- like. You've been in the music business. I respect it. I told you. We we're, were sitting there at the... Yeah, but look North at the hypocrisy, Ken. Yeah, and people have to get paid. You know, if you're playing you've got to get paid.
3: The hypocrisy is, the stupidity of it is, you know, people like Rihanna or like Nicki Minaj and stuff, they're like, oh, no, I would never play the Super Bowl, and, you know, I wouldn't do that for the NFL. Yet, they take money from Pepsi, who's like a title sponsor of the NFL. Right, So it's the same thing. Oh, they're just sort of being also, holier maybe, than now oh, oh, about one thing, Also they really just making Minaj, money off it.
1: Gabe, she's in a commercial for NFL in, in the video game where he's like, ah, I'm having business lunches with Nicki Minaj. You know what I mean? When those two guys are, like, are playing the video game, ah, you didn't think I would take back the kick. She's in that commercial. It's an NFL game. So she's like, oh, that's already a hypocritical move, right? If you're going to be in a commercial for a product that is an NFL video game,
3: yeah. yeah, Yeah, that's just... Uh, Whatever, man. Like, the people got to give up uh, calling Colin Kaepernick. I like Colin Kaepernick, but, yeah. you know, it's years later, and somehow, like, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Gladys Time Knight. to move on. Gladys Knight is, like, brought into the Kaepernick thing because she's singing the anthem. Why? Because she's black? You know what I mean? So she's a black chick, She's singing the anthem. So she must, you know, somehow she has to get drawn into the Kaepernick stuff. Um Game time decisions, for heat rage radio. Drew Dickmeyer will join us in a six o'clock hour. We'll talk DFS. We'll uh, take a look at tonight's card. Although there's no hockey, so uh, Cam's uh, Cam's gonna have a some little light withdrawals.
1: Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart. Here's the latest here from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network update here. Studios, hey, everybody, stay tuned. Red Heat and Rage, we got Drew Dinkmeyer coming up in the betting and DFS hour. We'll talk a little bit of NBA hoops, no ice tonight, and uh, maybe uh, down the line, Gabe, will have a lineup for the Pro Bowl. Well, if you like the over in the Super Bowl, you might want to jump on your book now. Line movement at some various offshores has the total down to 56 and a half in some spots. The line opened up at 59. Gabe, I already hit that over prop in the field goal 45. We talked to Will Capper with that one, and I know... The Pro Bowl odds are out, and you like the under. Right now, NFC laying just one point total in that game, 61. We've had a couple unders the last couple years. It's actually turned into a game. No more uh, free-for-alls. The Pro Bowl also has gone from fun and co- to controversy in a flash. As we saw their game, I'm glad you sent me that link. Jet safety, Jamal Adams thought he was clowning around, but he took a running start at a unsuspecting Patriots mascot and absolutely plowed him. Now Mr. Patriot is in the hospital. More to come here. Perhaps a, a lawsuit looming. See what's going to happen there in golf. Gabe, got an update here for you. <laughs> got an update for you. John Rahm, he's actually one of our picks to win. We wish we got better odds. He's sizzling right now. Nine under par right now. Texas Longhorn legend Dougie Gim, eight under. He's one off the pace. Tiger Woods actually getting it together. Two under through 12. Go Gabe. And your boy, I found it, Adam Shank, even even through fifteen for Mister Shank, we hope we can get a get a couple more uh, in there. Go maybe minus one, minus two by the time they wrap up. That'd be pretty good. After another st- uh, stellar leaderboard here in the United States. You know, Arab screwing me. Got,
3: yep. Who? Cantley. again. Yeah, Cantley's I, I got off I that guy. After He's I got, got ten fantasy points.
1: I'm the guy's plus two. He's one of the best young players in the world, but he's broken my heart. I needed him on Sunday, and uh, he took a double bogey and a par five. He's a wicked player, Gabe, but he's just too expensive in DFS now. Until his price comes down, I'm avoiding him. But
3: he is a great golfer. He'll win a Look, tournament like, this year. Adam Schenck is was owned by 1.1%, so basically me. Correct. Uh, yep. He's got the exact same score as Ricky Fowler. So it's funny how that works. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. not bad. Billy, Billy Horschel. I have Billy Horschel. He's killing it. He's actually Billy on Horschel's fire. Team five looking- right now. Correct. I love that pick.
1: Billy Horschel's hot. Yeah, we did the DFS lineup, too, for this other European Tour Tournament, and it looks pretty good right now. Uh, we got Matthew Fitzpatrick leading at 7-under, but Bryson DeChambeau, who we got in our lineup, he is one off the pace at 6-under, along with Sergio. Great leaderboard there. NBA news uh, breaking right now. Phoenix Suns guard Devin Booker find a cool 25K for escalating an on-court altercation with T-Wall center Georgie Diang. Tuesday night, both players got teed up and ejected. Last night, horrible news for the Pacers. Star guard Victor Oladipo has a ruptured right tendon. He's going to be out the rest of the year. Year. An MRI was taken today. He's going to need surgery. Tough, tough stuff And he tried to disrupt a pass from Pascal Siakam of the Raptors in a win versus the Raptors last night. Very scary stuff. We talked about Enes Cantor, Gabe. You're right in the backyard. Not a happy guy. He thought uh, with all the injuries he would get the start, but he was a DNF last night. He didn't play. And now he says, I want out of New York. Knicks coach David Fisdale made the 23-year-old Luke Cornette from Vanderbilt, the regular starter there. So Cantor and 20-year-old rookie Mitchell Robinson, these guys are battling for minutes. Cantor's contract. Contract two also expires February seventh, so stay tuned there.
3: Just four games in the NBA tonight, late night, a pair at eight o'clock, OKC. Them. What? Sorry, game? They, can- they are screwing Cant. They are screwing Cantor. His contract's yeah. up as a free agent and they're not letting him play. So how's the, how is he supposed to negotiate and get a new deal if Great people point. can't see his game right now? Yeah. That's like it's not just money. Yeah, it's not just oh, we're we're playing them. They're messing with him for one reason or another. They're screwing but, with him.
1: I don't like no. I I, and I like Cantor too. I wish I wish him the best. We'll see what happens there. He's probably going to be dealt, but good point, Morantzi. His trade value might be a uh, little nixed if he doesn't get on the court there. Pair at eight o'clock. We got OKC in New Orleans Thunder minus twelve in this game. Total two thirty three. Golden State a nine point favorite against Washington right now. Two thirty five at nine o'clock. Phoenix hosting the Portland Trail Blazers. Blazers minus seven and a half. Two twenty. And the Lakers and mini. That's the late game tonight. Ten thirty. Wolves minus one. Over under two thirty college hoops action tonight good big 10 battle game iowa and michigan state there sparty minus five and a half total 156 that's a big total seven o'clock tip there two top 25 teams at eight o'clock 23rd scene ranked louisville hosting 21 ranked nc state the cardinals are minus four and a half in that game the over under 155 and number four ranked gonzaga is taking on santa clara tonight Ugh big time. Zags minus 21 in this uh, basketball game. Total 151, Gabe. And according to the Pittsburgh Steelers' ownership talks with veteran quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, they've already begun on an extension. don't know how many years he's got left in the tank. And uh, Antonio Brown, apparently uh, Steelers players at the Pro Bowl said this solution could be resolved with a phone call. I'm not sure about that. Friend and other wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster says he's reached out to Brown, but no answer so far. But uh, the guy is currently on vacation in the Caribbean, so he probably he doesn't uh, want to deal with that right now. And the Dodgers making a move today. Gabe, your Dodgers, they've agreed to a four-year deal with A.J. Pollock. Uh, four-year deal, guaranteed $50 million there. After trading Puig and Kemp to the Reds, the Dodgers needed help in the outfield. The 31-year-old is a good player, but, buddy, as you know, lots and lots of injury concerns. Hitting 257, 21 home runs, 65 RBIs, and he did steal 13 bags. He is also a career 281 hitter. Stick around to Red Heat and Rage with me and Gabe. We're going to have Drew Dinkmeyer on talking a little NBA DFS, betting picks, and a whole lot more. Stay tuned. Back to you, Lorenzi and Yang.
2: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions.
3: Game time decisions. Ready. Rage radio continues. Fantasy sports radio network level two. Level two. Uh, Cam mentioned Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga's uh, playing against uh, the Gales uh, tonight. Uh, Gonzaga that- just one and six against the spread. The last seven times they played uh, the Gales. Uh, it's a big, big number. Uh, big number. Looking at some of the trends uh, here uh, of the day here. New Orleans eight and zero to the over on the road with no rest versus one day rest games. All right, I'm not a fan of that one. No, that's uh, a little. Uh, oh yeah, thanks Oklahoma for that. I like those. Uh,
1: <laughs> some of crazy. Under.
3: One day rest versus no rest. Portland twelve and zero against the spread on Thursdays. That's interesting. Phoenix three and nine home with one day rest versus no rest. Minnesota seven and zero. One day rest versus two day rest. Uh, Mark Lawrence is on the day rest uh, th- uh, train. <laughs> he
1: sure is. He sure is, buddy. I got uh, I got Gonzaga playing Santa Clara tonight. I think uh, there was a missed uh, type in Mark's thing because uh, the Gales are St. Mary's. They're playing uh, the oh, Santa Clara Broncos yeah. tonight, right? Broncos, Broncos, yeah. Yeah, Broncos. Minus 21 still with Gonzaga. gave 151 it's a lot of points. total there. It's a lot of points. I, I, I want to take Santa Clara. They're 11 and 9, but, man, it's, it's tough. Gonzaga might throttle them, but 21's a lot, buddy. That's a lot of points
3: yeah it's the the numbers are so sharp with Gonzaga games it'll be around the number let's Let's look at the past history here let's just confirm the uh the six and one in the last seven. I've had success betting against Gonzaga, but I usually do it when I'm getting even more like twenty seven and a half or twenty eight <laughs> you know yeah listen i listen Gonzaga' is a great program. I have a lot of respect for them, but it's kind of old at this point that they play and they play against these Stooge universities. Um, look, Gonzaga nine and one straight up in their last uh, ten games. They're seven and three against the spread. They're eighteen and two on the season. Um, you mentioned uh, Santa Clara. Santa Clara eleven and nine on the year, but they're seven and three straight up. Um, they're seven and three straight up in their last uh, ten games. Eight and two against the spread. Now let's look at the uh, the past uh, history here. Yeah, they got absolutely massacred the last time they played. 91-48. That was uh, January 5th a couple of weeks ago. Whew, that's That bad. was in Gonzaga. Yeah. It's not enough points for me. Like, they could win 20, by 21. Yeah, exactly. Closer to 30 and I would do it, but
2: that's what happens. Gonzaga plays these JV teams.
3: Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio Fantasy Sports Radio Network All Star Weekend uh, this weekend. Pro Bowl NHL All Star Game Pro Bowl. Yeah, great. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> yeah, the uh, we're going retro here. A lot of retro music as of late. Yeah, no. I just when I hear that,
1: uh, I used to think of Jimmy Hendrix Voodoo Child, but then I think of the NWA and Hulk Hogan and uh, the, creator oh, yeah, of the game yeah. just marching down, uh, just <laughs> in Triple H on a tank.
3: <laughs> Wrestling glory, days. great, great era. Great,
1: great era, great
0: era.
3: All right. If you like to wager on sports or never have but would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They've got wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, player props. You can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. Can even bet on esports, politics, reality television. Uh, get an edge with the live betting over at BetDSI. Uh, you can wager virtually any time during any contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. There are many ways to make money at BetDSI. Use the promo code FNTSY100. That's FNTSY100 when signing up and get a hundred percent bonus. Uh, head on over, open up your account. Uh, Use promo code FNTSY100, get 100% uh, deposit uh, bonus, quality uh, bonus uh, right there, quality book. And um, especially now with the Super Bowl, uh, a little more than a week away, Cam, especially with props. Uh, All these books have different novelty props, and they'll also have different props when it comes to the player numbers. You know, Robert Woods might be 71 and a half at one spot. You might get him 69 and a half somewhere else. He might be 74 and a half somewhere else. It gives you a middle opportunity if you're a sharper guy that likes to invest. You can sort of middle these if you can find sort of a five- to seven-yard discrepancy between books uh, if you have numerous books. Uh, or, you know, when it comes to these props, guys, yeah, sometimes guys will shatter the prop and it'll go way over. But other times, every yard counts. Every yard counts, so if, you're, if you really like a player prop, and you're like, yeah, I think this guy's going to you know, go over receptions, and he's six and a half at one spot, five and a half in another spot, that's a big difference, man, between six and yeah, seven right receptions, so yeah, it's good to have multiple options uh, come Super Bowl week when it comes to props.
1: No, I agree with you 100%, Marenci, and you got you got to shop around. We talk about steam and getting on the right side of the number. Well, sometimes you get on the wrong side of the number and you can lose. And sometimes, you know what, you can have a 5.5 versus a 6.5, as you say, and pay a little bit of juice. Say it lands at 6. Well, I'd rather pay a little bit of juice, which I don't have to pay if I win and I take the over at 5.5 at 6. So I've noticed it big time, too. I shop around to 3 or 4, and uh, I notice it. Exactly what you said. Numbers on each guy is different. The juice is different. It's kind of like a grocery store, man. And I get multiple flyers, shop around, and get the deals. Great, great advice.
3: All right. Uh, so, no NHL hockey camp. Um, what are what you? Good you're gonna college basketball to. tonight? Great. Uh, no, nah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't. put a lineup or anything
1: together. But yeah. yeah so, what, we can, what happened we last night? To put, it was awesome. A great game. They won six to three. I uh, got a lot of, uh, a lot of love from my section. I was right into the game because I had money. I especially had money on it, too, so I was pretty fired up. Uh, they went down early, and then they just pummeled them in the second and third period. So the game went over, and we uh, hit the Leafs. So it was a great evening, Marenzi. Hit the parlay with the Leafs in the over. And uh, I got to admit, though, some of those fans... Uh, just not very. Uh, it should have been a little more electric in the building. Uh, we had pretty good seats and golds, but uh, there were some good fans. But on the whole, you know, it's just a lot of people are getting in that building with a lot of money, and they're just not really into the game as much as they should be. Uh, it was a little bit disappointing from that from that perspective.
3: You know, last night you want disappointing? Again, it's amazing. Like whatever, dude. It's every night with me, so I, I'm sort of used to it. But it adds up. The frustration does build. I lost. Uh, I know, the Brooklyn Nets were five-point favorites. They won by four. By four, yeah. Yep. Um, I had the Denver Nuggets plus five. They lost by six. And what I bet Hawaii yesterday, I don't re- quite recall. In fact, maybe you can check now. Did I get them at plus one yep. and a half Hawaii? Yep. I think they were plus one. Or were one. they? Double check. I don't know, man. I think they might have been. No, because I would have said Hawaii money line, and I didn't. I said Hawaii plus the two, and I think you said it was one and a half, right? Yeah, a couple of the games switched to half point. Uh, the both both games you mentioned, it
5: was
1: Hawaii and the other game that you went, both went the other way by like a half point between the time we did the DFS hour and uh, putting in the bets. So what was the Hawaii number? I think it was one and a half. I'm going. I'm going into your account right now so I can uh, figure out what's going on here.
3: Got to look at uh, settled bets.
1: Past history. Yeah, I know. I'm just getting all that uh, information. It's in my phone. It's weird because now I'm in a different location. It doesn't what's allow the me to at? log in. I think it's uh, from what I saw before. I think it's still like 280 bucks or around there. Like it's uh, it's not bad. It's not bad.
3: So I'll figure I that. Think out I think right I might now. have hit the Hawaii game then. Because Hawaii lost by one.
1: Oh okay. But thing yeah, is, well, they did,
3: I think I was getting plus right one now. and a half and I think it closed at plus two. Because I hit it at plus two at another spot. That's why like we always tell you guys, like if you if there's a difference of plus one and a half in the money line, you gotta take the plus one and a half. Oh definitely, definitely.
1: Yeah, two seventy six sixty. Two seventy six sixty. I'm gonna go into history. Uh history, history, history. Yeah. Let's take a look here. Settled sports bets. Last 24 hours. God, man, this internet.
3: Wow, somewhere. let's go. You're never, you never you. You wouldn't cut it as a secretary or like someone.
1: No, oh, I'm moving fast. What are you talking about? I had to, like to do all this it. stuff while I'm talking. I'm shaking. I'm shaking the mouse here. Yeah, okay, I got everything. Denver Nuggets. Yes, uh, plus four and a half. No. Over two sixteen, yes, that hit. Uh, that one hit. Hawaii plus one and a half hit, did hit. Right. Yes, yes, it did. It did All hit. Right. It so plus one and a half. Virginia Commonwealth was your VCU was your other game
3: that I was they looking lost.
1: for. Plus one, correct. That is absolutely correct.
3: They lost. They lost by like seven or something like that. But uh, yeah, heartbreaker. I took the Nuggets too. I should have the Nuggets. I should have just hammered that Nugget game over. Like I said to Will Cap earlier, a lot of these games are going over the number now. It, it's you know it's heated. It's sort of like the the stretch drive now before the All Star break. There's different ebbs and flows to the NBA season. First month they were flying around. They hit a wall. The first six weeks there, you know, there were crazy high scoring games. Guys, you know, it was, it was really entertaining. Then it sort of really hit a wall. Sort of like mid November to sort of mid December, going into mid December. Mid-December, it picked up a bit. Christmas Day is sort of the unofficial tip-off. And they've been going hard since Christmas Day for the most part. But now, a lot of the dudes are cranking it up a notch. The star players and superstar players. The superstar players are comfortable going to the All-Star game. But, you know, guys like D'Angelo Russell or Kemba Walker. um, You know, other guys that are sort of on the fringe. You know, DeMar DeRozan. Um you know, DeMar is like fifth or something like that in the voting. So he's he's probably gonna be there. But every basket, every stat counts and, and all that. So it's sort of playing it to over him. tonight.
1: They sat him at the the last possession there because Pop's like, yeah. Hey man, his three point shooting's been brutal, right? So it's something that uh you know, got to work kind of out to see him out, out of the lineup. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of those things. And we've seen it uh, before. Very streaky. As you, as you know, Gabe, as a Raptor fan, when he was here, man, I remember nights just bing, 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 bing. But, and when we needed him, come playoff time, a lot of the time that three ball uh, went
3: south, very streaky with the three ball DeMar. And he's not the most clutch guy. Like he's not, yes, he's agreed. not like an assassin. Like he's, he's hit game uh, winners before, but yeah, but he's not, not an assassin time. at the end. right? Um, you know, what, you know what, though? This is the new NBA that we're in right now. Uh, DeMarta Rosen's got to suck it up instead of crying because, you know, this happened in Toronto in the playoffs last year. Now it's happening in San Antonio. So there's a pattern here and there's a reason. But I talked about it yesterday. Look at D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is going to be going to the All Star game most likely right now. The dude's on fire, man. He's scoring like 30 points a night, uh, you know, seven assists. He's playing great basketball. But what happens? Last couple of minutes, man, he's on the bench. They they don't trust him defensively. It's just it's a problem. They're like they you know he has total freedom. It's sort of like DeMar. Go out there, DeMar, score your twenty six and stuff, but in the last two minutes you might not be on the floor. Right? And it's up to these guys to change that perception. Yeah, you know, and listen, D'Angelo Russell's embraced it. I know DeMar Rose is gonna be bothered by it, but it's up to DeMar to play better defense, number one, and become a better three point shooter. He sort of got better at three-point shooting, but it seemed like you know he hasn't kept it up.
4: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app.
3: Five decisions, Freddie. <laughs>
1: great.
5: <That> <laughs> Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, I <laughs> Okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, I feel like Krusty the Clown. Yeah, <laughs> It's like I'm only reading my horoscope like once a week. It's like when I'm on a bus or something like that. I have to go to the FanDuel Sportsbook, so... Today, I saw my my horoscope. It said, uh, last week, it said I was stuck in the forest. I was lost in the woods and uh, said only I could find my way out. And I think I'm still lost in the woods. But uh, this week's advice was, um, I've got to have fun. Life's not supposed to be a chore. But I was going to say, I feel like... uh, I feel it's like Krusty one. the Clown at times, like when uh, Krusty, when they they quote him, they're like, they say in Krusty's earpiece, or like, Krusty, talk to the audience, and Krusty mutters, "Ugh, this is always death." <laughs> 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 That's the episode when uh, when Lisa ripped uh, little uh, little Ralph Wiggum's heart out. If you remember.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I choo choo choose you episode, and you can see yeah, his shit. heart like exploding it's right my, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I, that hurt me. I didn't like that episode. I like Ralph. The best was the the, the cooking episode was on the other day. It's like, Ralphie, I'll try your uh, C- C- Crayola sandwich. <laughs> they had a cooking thing where Marge had dessert dogs, and then uh, and Ralph Wiggum made, like, basically a sandwich with just crayons in it. It was amazing. Love that guy.
3: All right. Uh, so all right, we'll go to the phone lines. Uh we got uh yeah, let's go to Frankie. Lines. We got Frankie, Frankie and then uh we got Jason. Where's uh where's Frankie at? Where's where's he called from, Frankie? Well, I he think Toronto. Know.
0: He's just hung up. Right when you called and said Frankie, he hung the phone up. So
3: we got <sighs> Yeah, we got yeah. see what did I say? Yeah, yeah, you called it. What what did I say? Yeah. Where did we go to the calls, like yeah, yeah. <sighs> All right, Jason. Hey, hey, Jason.
0: Hello, Jason. Hi, hey, hey, Krusty. How are you? I'm all right. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> nothing. I just uh, you chew on your ear for a couple minutes here, if you don't mind. I got, you know, have you guys ever met somebody that you're really excited to meet, and and you would, you don't know what you're gonna say to them because you got a million things to say.
3: It's uh, all the
1: time, buddy. Yep, no, I like the big that's show. How I feel. I met the That's big show, the wrestler.
3: And, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't really know what to say to him, so I all I said, uh, I said, <laughs> I, "Did Floyd I like Mayweather your work? really?" Bre- no, <laughs> I said, "Did Floyd Mayweather really?" I don't know <laughs> Fall fins I said, "Did Floyd Mayweather really break your nose?" <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Yeah, yeah, he really punched me for real. I was like, All right, cool. <laughs> what a weird thing to ask him, but anyways, yeah.
0: Good question though. Very good question. No, yo, yeah, yeah. yeah, you guys no, I gotta I gotta you guys uh what, when I call you guys I get all wound up. I'm a pretty high strung fella anyway. And and I get all I get all wound up because listen to you guys, oh, and then you play voodoo child, Yang played Voodoo Child and the best thing about it was you guys let it play out and didn't didn't speak over it. Oh, that was that was it right there. You know, just you
3: know, it's just, a quality sock. Well, we no, we'd let, let him play out suck. more, but we let him play out all more. Jimmy but uh, No, it's all Yang, good. Uh, so Yang gets worried when we don't talk. All right, what yeah, do you yeah, got no, for that, Chase? That was,
0: <laughs> okay, okay, I got, uh, I got. Uh, if you guys could give me like three, you know, I like to tease everything because I'm afraid of the regular spreads. <laughs> so. Uh, you guys got like three basketball games tonight. That, I, that, that you know. Uh, no, don't
3: tease basketball. Don't don't be teasing basketball. No. the only uh, time I, you I'm should. Six, I'm
0: six for six. I'm six for six. The last two days, I'm getting caught up actually. Well, what do you need our advice then for?
3: Well, I'm not six for six.
0: <laughs> no, no, please, Gabe. You're, you know, so, you know. Thanks for saying that because I'm 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 learning, and not just me, other people, but I probably speak for many. I'm uh, I'm learning so much from you guys, and it's you guys are so far ahead of the game with What's going to be coming in the future here the next few years for gambling nationwide and everything else that you know for the most part and all that good stuff. <laughs> Me living well, in you,
3: place, we appreciate that, but uh, kind words. But the place we played tonight, um, I took Tulsa, Tulsa plus fourteen points against Cincinnati, the, the Golden Hurricane. Yes, I don't even Hurricane. mind teasing it up because you'd get them up to plus nineteen. That's a hell of a lot of points for Cincinnati to win by and. I think Tulsa and Cincinnati are going to squeak over the number as well at 133, 134. They they went to Beautiful. overtime last time they played. It got to 136. We'll start to run through the board here. It's a tricky one. You know what? I'll tell you got, what, guys. It's I, dangerous. I got one last but thing
0: for you. I, I like you all one four one overs. For
3: we'll, yep. Dave, I got one. I'm trying to give you a man. pick Jason. You asked me for picks, i will give you the pics. <laughs> you do no, listen to no, the answer. No,
0: I know, but but a lot of times you guys let me go, and I, I can't couldn't finish my uh, my last uh, thing I wanted to say. That's all. Sorry, Gabe, right, I, mean, okay. I apologize. Go ahead. Okay, go. you know I want to give a shout out, and, and could you give me? Could you finish the pics after after I say what I'm going to say? Sure, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, you got your trip. You guys are great. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to Bob in Vermont <clears throat> simply because. You know, back in, uh, I was involved in radio and uh, with Collins and everything else. You know, I lived in uh, Kenosha, so I had the Milwaukee-Chicago radio for the most part and a little bit of East Coast stuff. But, uh, uh, so I've been involved in doing a little, you know, uh, things here, radio for years. And I was going to say something funny. It's not nothing to be proud of, but I was I was Bob in Vermont before before there was Bob in Vermont. <laughs> uh, there's a Bob in Vermont.
3: There's a Bob in Vermont in every city on every show. A lot show. of places.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, that Bob, Bob's great. Bob's great. No, that's that's great. You he's guys, a nice you guy, guys Bob. Do, No, yeah, you guys do a wonderful job. But anyways, uh, what, uh yeah, you got a couple more picks there
3: because uh, I'll I'll play them, Gabe. Yeah, I'm just saying it's dangerous. But I actually think all four NBA oh, games are gonna go over tonight. I got really? plus the points in the over. But yeah, every NBA game, high scoring.
0: Really? Okay. And then, I, you know, I tease okay. that. When I tease that, I get uh, the super teasers, and I get like, you know, like nine, 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 ten, eleven points or whatever. You know, it pays less, but, but you know, at least it pays.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, it's been better than nothing. No, listen, whatever's working for you, right? But listen, every basketball game I lose, I always lose by a point. So if I teased it, I'd win. But if I tease it, then I'll just lose by half a point of what the teaser was, Cam. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. What you mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know teasers look. They look so to.
3: good. They look so good, but I'm with you, Gabe. And I, I,
1: I, I gotta listen to Gabe's advice. Teasing the device. Super Bowl to the over Rams. Yeah, yeah, over. yeah, like teasing, 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 the Super Bowl is smart because it's a sharp line. But bringing like a, a a dog in basketball from like 13 to 18 or whatever, just hopefully take the points that they cover. Sure, you'll win some teasers, but
0: after a while, that juice really adds up. That's my advice. No, it it does. That's why I'm behind right now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's 130s. Uh, yeah no uh so what else uh you, you know the uh like I told you the gambling thing See, I, when i call you guys i gotta jot down a few things because there's so much i want to speak to you about you know what i mean so it kind of gets jumbled and i gotta try and fit it into, well, <laughs> fit it it into our you conversation got eh? no oh yeah no but uh, what else uh yeah basketball locks uh you got i got tulsa the nba overs uh what, what do you think about michigan state and iowa
1: that's a tough game, man. That's a tough, tough game. Uh, I think Michigan, Michigan,
0: Michigan, Michigan State plus Michigan State plus a better, three and a half. Plus three and a half on a teaser. Three. I mean, yeah, no, but it'd be fun. I get a teaser, so I get Michigan oh, okay. State plus three and a half. Michigan you know, I mean, yeah, State. I think they won, should
3: straight big ten games. It's hard to get. They're, in front they're of them.
0: They're, they're, it is hard to get in front yep.
3: of them. But uh, we're gonna but, go. Yeah, we're gonna uh, go over uh, to college games. Good, All right, Jason. Church, thanks for the call. And the have a good one, buddy. We'll we'll break down to college games. There's a million games, but there's a lot of bad ones. There's there a lot is of sort of mid tier. I'm checking like, out uh, something lower tier. I almost, gave, Thanks, I almost had to check
1: this line. Thanks, Jason, for calling. I got it. There's a game, and I can't believe the line in it. I almost thought it was like a mistake, but it was Lipscomb. It was like one of those added added games. Lipscomb and you know Florida Gulf Coast. Lipscomb's a twenty point favorite in that game. Lipscomb, like what? Lipscomb against it's Florida just, Gulf Coast. Yeah, 20, 20. minus twenty. Like what conference? What the hell is that? That, uh, that that'd be um, what do they call that one? That in floor, with all those? Yeah, it's like way down. I don't even know what the. It's under extra games. It doesn't even have the conference listed. Do they play with Sanford and no Sanford Wolford? Um, let me see what else they got going on here. Uh,
3: twenty. I tell you what, 20, Florida 30. Gulf Coast are terrible this year. I know that. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't, that's what I'm saying. If you, what I'm saying this is for this is all there is today. It's nuts. Presbyterian at Campbell, Chattanooga at Furman, Citadel yep. and Greensboro, Wagner oh, Saint Francis. <laughs> it's uh, like the guy. biggest game of the night, like besides the Iowa Michigan State. All right, Wisconsin Milwaukee, at right state. We got some Horizon League action. Yeah. Uh, oh, here it is. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nineteen and what a about, half. It opened up at it opened up at twenty three. Florida Gulf Coast were plus twenty three. It's I'm been bet down it, at Scott. nineteen. It's been bet down at nineteen and a half right now. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast are seven and thirteen on the season. Just three and six on the road. Uh, Lipscomb are uh, fourteen and four on the year. Eight and one at uh, oh, Eight and two in their Ooh, last yeah. ten games. Six and three against the point spread.
1: Nice, nice,
3: solid see, Lipscomb. In conference play, Lipscomb are five and zero. Florida Gulf Coast are two and three. Lipscomb's put up eighty four point seven points per game. All right, look, they played. All right, Lipscomb beat them one hundred eight ninety six the last time they played. They beat them ninety eighty seven before that. That was last year. Was that, they played three times. Revenge! Now that Florida Gulf
1: Coast isn't as good, when they want to lay it down thick on the on these guys, if they're not the same team. No, I just no, said Lifkin's per- lip Lipscomb's beaten them the last two times. Yeah, but not by not by uh, the spread at nineteen and a half. <laughs> You're trying to justify. That's all I. That's all I care about, buddy. Hey, Washington's playing Oregon tonight too. Uh yeah, like Ducks Oregon. minus two and a half. Ducks two and a half in that game, and Utah Stanford. So those are okay games. Uh, Stanford minus two, one forty-eight in that. Uh,
3: Lipscomb are twelve. eleven and three against the spread in their last fourteen games. They're also nine three uh, to the over in their last uh, their last uh, twelve home games. Usually, like, you don't get a lot of opportunities to bet these games. I'm sort of looking at the over here. Yeah, no, the numbers are starting to sharpen up at a buck fifty two. I actually was looking at the Oregon Ducks earlier. I already played Tulsa at the book earlier in the day. I was over at the FanDuel Sportsbook. We played Tulsa. We also played Tulsa and Cincinnati over the number. All right, uh, more DFS picks coming up later with Jude Dickmeyer. Best bets of the day. We'll run through the card. all right uh jamal adams killing the uh, patriot mascot starting to uh, blow up a little bit now as uh he tweeted out uh, the nfl's not happy with me right now they're blowing up my phone Saying that I put him in the hospital, that I got to go check on him, make sure he's okay. Do I regret it? No. Uh, then later, he did not inter- He did an interview with ESPN where he sounded a little more contrite. As if, uh, as they say, as if someone talked to him at the NFL about the incident. Uh, Adam says, listen, the mascot was running around, everybody was booing him. So I said, you know what, let me go tackle him. I didn't hit him that hard, man. All jokes aside, I didn't hit him that hard. I don't know what's really going on, but they tell me now he's in the hospital. It was never my intention to hurt him; it was just a joke. But I'm definitely gonna go check on it and make sure everything is good. At the end of the day, we're just out there having fun. It was nothing intentionally. Uh, it's not like I was trying to hurt him.
0: <laughs> well, you
3: gotta know uh, though, like he's in a he's in a suit, and he, it's a not patriot like, spokesman exactly says the mascot is okay, but he's sore.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a little bit sore. Thing is, though, like you're in that suit. You're clowning around with the Jacksonville Jaguar. You're doing, and you see a guy like even out of nowhere. So I know he wasn't running full speed, but he was still jogging and took you down. If you're not ready for that, you don't know what's going to happen. Like you know the feeling, Gabe. I've had it done in hockey and other sports when you don't see a hit in football, like getting absolutely rocked well, on special worse, yeah. teams. It's a hundred times worse, and that's the thing. He's a mascot in a suit, so all you had to do to make it fun. the thing, to thing go is him too, it's slowly, slowly
3: to him, box him a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing. It, the whole thing nobody was video. booing. Nobody was booing the mascot. I didn't hear he it go. Oh, everyone was booing the mascot. The no one was booing the mascot. The mascot was minding his own business on the sideline. No one no one's booing the mascot. Well, he just decided. <laughs> what they're saying here too, I see the NFL actually and one of the NFL NFL have a bunch of Twitter accounts. So one of the NFL social media accounts actually tweeted out laughing emojis uh, yesterday with the video. But they deleted it. So I guess uh, basically the the report is here. The NFL actually is very mad. I don't know. What, I'm not they're not going to suspend them or anything, but they're they're mad. Oh. And we'll see if uh, a lawsuit comes to play here. He would probably be able to sue. He could make it up. Of course he will. Yeah, you, you, got could, buddy, you could sue. You got attacked by. You, you could you sue,
1: sue. anything. Yeah, buddy. I, how many times? I remember. Uh, yeah, when my when my brother was younger and uh, his girlfriend put the car out. Uh, nudged a lady was teaching her how to drive. She came out, rolled down, neck brace already on. Like, these things happen, man. Like, people are just, you talked about ambulance chasers, people looking for a quick buck. What about the move, uh, the old uh, ice on the sidewalk routine at a, at a business shop? These things happen all the time. This guy actually has a great case because it's on tape, as you said.
3: All right, so uh, there's a lot of prop, top, uh, prop talk right now with the Super Bowl uh, rapidly approaching. Let's see what uh, some of the people have uh, come up with uh, here. Here's Mike Tierney, who's a uh, – Mike Tierney's a pretty smart guy over at CBS Sportsline, uh, their gambling uh, division. Um, team will call which side of the coin flip? Heads? Tails? It's funny. Lou always talked about uh, tails. Tails. Tails never fails, Gabe. I always call uh, – I always uh, – Tails. I always call it tails. Yeah. yeah
5: Will tail Jim or Nance falls?
3: or Tony Romo say "Hot That's just stupid. I didn't see that one.
1: No. no.
2: Come on, <laughs> give
3: me, give me something I could use here.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: give me something I could use.
0: No. Um, oh, they're giving hand
3: away hand my long field goal prop. No one even knew what that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. All right. Length of national anthem: one hundred and seven seconds. Uh, what's Sop Rank? Here's an interesting one, but but it's, it's a lock. I mean, if a book will do this, will Chick-fil-A serve food on Super Bowl Sunday? No.
1: No, the answer is no.
3: Not even on Super Bowl. Uh, there's a Chick-fil-A at the stadium, but they said even though it's the Super no. Bowl, they're not opening it.
1: Yeah, that's a great. Uh, we can bet you could bet that. That's a that, that's about as stone cold lock as you're gonna get. They don't. They will never
3: open for religious reasons. They're not opening. No way. Bet That yeah. But do you think really like that? Uh, wouldn't like Jesus? Don't you think Jesus would want people to enjoy the waffle fries, biscuits, and chicken? I, I would,
5: but Super I'm on Jesus Sunday.
3: Yeah, if you were I, Jesus,
1: buddy. If I were Jesus, I'd say open up a buffet, go to the Golden Corral, go grab this. Uh, but I'm not Jesus, buddy. Uh, he, he runs by he, his own rules at uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. They, 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 I remember even back in the day, what airport were we in or whatever? I think uh, we were there on Sunday. I'm like, I wanted to always try the sandwich. It's like, nope, not open. Every other spot in the airport was open but them because they just don't serve. They're not going to change for the Super Bowl.
3: I don't know. Uh, I don't but, want to... Uh... Every time I say something bad about Chick-fil-A, people get mad. Like, they really do. Yeah, yeah. I've had it, Cam, and okay. eh, whatever. Yeah. I'm not a fan of waffle fries, so it was all right, whatever. Like I said, I have, I've had it in airports. Um, I've actually been to the Atlanta airport where they're from, so I've had it in the Atlanta airport. I've had it in Minneapolis airport. I don't see them here in New York. I know there, there are some around, but Smart, I've never uh, seen one. I've never seen a Chick-fil-A in Manhattan. Isn't it more southern, too?
1: You know what I mean? Like You, yeah, you, you see, yeah, you see yeah. the commer- you see the commercials. Well, you know, I was an Auburn fan there, and I had a problem, and I went down to my local Chick-fil-A, and the other guy's like, I don't know why. Well, you uh, know why they do so that? Yeah.
3: You know why their commercial campaign is that, where they show their employees are nice people, and they get along with everyone? Yeah, I gave it's the guy because, the $3 change. Yeah, yeah, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, someone left three dollars change. I saved it for four months later. It's like, for yeah, more money, yeah, It's like, like really. I, I was told the guy, "Was a tip, <laughs> asshole." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you know, well, you know they do so that stupid. though <laughs> they came across like uh, the owner of Chick Fil A. Basically, I don't know, man. The guy was funding like anti-gay groups type thing. He's not down with like gay people. Yeah. Due to religious purposes, so they came across, you know, wasn't. They were like, "You guys got to look inclusive here, man. Like, you got to." But they're not going to put gay people in their ads, so they, no, they were like, "No, no, but let's let's just show how nice we are," type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I guess they are. I guess they're nice that their employees and stuff, Chick Fil A, but um, it's like Papa John's. So of course, Papa John, big racist guy. Papa John's, dude. Like, if you look at their website, it's all it's all brothers and like, you know, Chinese guy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, you don't want to white guy the
3: franchise. It's bad. No, for business. No, like, after yeah, Papa Yeah, they're John. like, all right, listen, <laughs> like, we gotta, we you know, we gotta, we gotta do something here about our about our image. So, exactly, exactly. It's like, so crazy. Corey brought it up to me. The, Corey's said, like, "You know, where's Papa John's at? Everyone's <laughs> a brother." I'm like, yeah. Yes, I do. I'm like they're trying to change their image in a perception. court. you know, it's amazing. No, you said it too. They had
1: and they had a new campaign, even the one here, right? Because you were near the, the the Toronto location, and they had they had like a Papa John's Canadian campaign, exact same thing. East Indian guy, black guy, uh, you know, uh, Mexican lady. Like there was literally no white vendors. Like the whole commercial was everybody else. Like they got a distance. Themselves the Papa away from John's. Papa John.
3: He did the, he did damage. He did a lot of damage. The, the Papa Johns. Is much better in Toronto than it is in Union City, Jersey. I'm telling you, like people think franchises are franchises, yeah. No, there are things change all the time. Papa John says better ingredients equal better pizza. They're using better ingredients in Toronto. (laughs) Like it's hit, it's hit or miss. Like they don't even cook the chicken wings half the time. It's like it's, it's hit or miss. But Domino's doesn't deliver to me. There's local. There's one local place, but I'm tired. I've eaten there too many times. Um Hoboken has good pizza, but it's it's like twenty minutes. Like the, the the part of Hoboken that I go to there's not really pizza around there. You gotta go a little deeper. Um it's not that far, but so you know, and often you know, I'm tired. Like you said, you know, it's like you do a million shows, you just you just order sometimes, yeah. right? And exactly. one thing with the mom and pop place is like they're expensive. Like I was gonna order from this place in Hoboken, but Dude, it was, like, 23 bucks for a pizza, like, with the ingredients and everything by the end of it. So I was like, all right. Yeah. I actually no, had pizza, no this pizza this afternoon.
1: It's funny. I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. We went uh, after the Leaf game. Uh, you know where uh, Lisa's favorite spot is? It's actually that place that used to get that tag for, um, you know, the, the secret things in the box. You know, the green and the other things that they used to do. Like, it's on Harvard Street there. Uh, pizza Gigi. It's the best. Honestly, man, this pie is what, amazing. a pizza
3: place that you got caught oh. selling cocaine out of the pizza boxes, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Their pizzas, is the best. It's the best. We got a pie last night. I'm just like I'm just staring a hole through it right now. Next break, I'm gonna take a huge bite. It is beautiful. The bake, the bacon and cheese pizza that they have, thin game too. I usually like it a, a, a little thicker, but they do a nice thin pizza. Oh God, it is great. It's the best. Like and I, you know me, I know food. You, I'll give it to you next time you come back here. You'll lose your mind because you love pizza. It's the best. Like it puts any chain to shame. I don't know what they
3: put in it, but it's really tasty. Yeah, the pizza today was pretty good. it was called uh, upfront. So it was a new place on like thirty ninth street. Um but it was. It was it, it had that sort of New York, you know, feel to it. It uh it was it was thick too, sort of like uh it was made in a pan type thing, like deep dish. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good, but little pricey. I got two slices. Two slices. Ten, bucks. ten bucks. Yeah. No, you can get yeah. a whole pie
1: like a medium pie for that price. I'm with you.
3: Yeah, no, sometimes I, I, you just gotta I, I,
1: bite the bullet. <laughs> no, not I mean, had they the, know what they do have though? Those uh, ghetto super slice places are good. Remember, you said in a pinch, I went there. Like there was one right by us, so I actually probably went to that place two or three times. It was good. You know, you get the two slices for like three seventy-five and or whatever like that, and a pop.
3: That's a good deal. Like, but that's that's yeah, street two, pie. Two like, brothers, is dollar slices. slices and a drink for three bucks. It's not bad. Sold. Like you said, it, it's okay. We okay. do In the a pinch, time. it's good. So you're there's a, a few that's like depends on the location too. I've noticed that, like even even like the the two brothers is like I don't know. There's like 15 or 20 of them around New York, and some a few of the locations seem to put more cheese on a pizza. A couple of the places is basically just sort of tomato sauce, and it's a dollar, right? Yeah. So, uh, at that price, you can't really blame
1: them if they're skimping. Think about it: a slice of cheese alone, like grating that cheese on that product, it's got to be a couple bucks. Like, <laughs> you're just gonna be happy with sauce and a little bit of sprinkle. Like, it's uh, cheese cheese now,
3: now I'm getting hungry. All this yeah. talk of <laughs> uh, <laughs> different. Like, <laughs> Same exactly. thing. I'm staring at a box. I got like three empty pizza boxes in front of me. Yeah. That broken glass <laughs> is still on the floor. I'm a mess. <laughs> it's like, the, the yeah, horoscope really lady was right. I'm lost in the forest. Like, honestly, like, I've sort of picked up most of the glass, but like, the other night I went, you know, it was all dark. I went to the fridge. I was thirsty. And I'm actually walking around and I was actually just hoping, Kim. Like, instead of like turning the light on or anything, I'm like, yeah, whatever. If I get cut, I get cut. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I was sort of just hoping, like with each step, I was like, oh, and I took oh, a step, and I, I could sort of feel like a piece of glass, like kind of. Yeah. yeah. I was like, all right, stop, don't move, move. I was like, you know, then after I realized, all right, dude, you got to sweep this stuff up. I don't have a broom, <laughs> so that's that's another pop, problem. I'm using Chinese food menus, so I'm sort of like scraping it up when I slide <laughs> it in. Put, yeah, put them together. I, I've used that, that's a good trick. Yeah,
1: cardboard works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thin, car- thin cardboard could be your dustpan. No,
3: I've, I've been I've been there too. You, know
1: you got to be careful about glass because gla- glass is one of those things. It's kind of like a, an ant or, or something unwanted, a pest in your kitchen. It, yeah, it it's like it, it, yeah, it, it it falls in weird places too. So one day you're going to be making. I know you. You're going to be walking around and you're going to be making that toast with a little peanut butter and boom, you're just get right in your heel. You're going to get one of them uh, shards of glass and it's going to suck. So I would inv- I, I would invest in uh, either a nicer piece of cardboard to pick it up or a broom and dustpan. Don't want to deal you with that. I
3: think not your friend. I think I might order. You would like this place, number one Chinese kitchen. That's what I feel like. Chinese I food. I when to I take go up, home? That's what it's called, number at, one Chinese yeah. kitchen. Oh
1: yeah. And get yeah, this. That's my
3: place is King King Asian. Yep. Listen, listen to this. The the minimum order. You can order the combo special. It's eight dollars and twenty cents, and they deliver it. Beautiful. I gave the guy three bucks, so I gave him eleven dollars and ten cents. It's right out of Seinfeld, too. Like, they're the rudest people ever, but they show up fast. Like, you call. Yep. Like, he doesn't need to say hello. He's like, what you want? What you want? Don't dip around. Have your order ready. No, no, there's no exactly. (laughs) What you want, where you live, and then click. (laughs) I'm like, did he get it all? Like, 10 minutes later, there
4: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day.
3: Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Interesting weather in in Manhattan, New York uh, today. Pouring rain all day. Very, very warm temperatures, like Really nice. It's like it feels like it's September or something, man. Man, the weather's whack. It's supposed to get like really cold again in a few days, um, uh, but uh, we're overlooking a uh, beautiful skyline uh, right now of uh, Manhattan. Except, I'm looking, I'm looking for the Jersey side in. So I see like the CN. Uh, uh, I was going to say the CN Tower, the uh, the Empire State Building. Uh, there's a new building. I think it's the time new Time Warner building that's being built and. Yeah, there's a million lights and real nice, but the real Ritzy stuff is over by uh, Central Park. Remember clam Chowder? I'm going to walk through Central Park. We're like yeah. Chowder. You're yeah. not through no. Central Park, buddy.
1: <laughs> no, bad idea. Bad idea.
3: Yeah, you're going to get lost or mugged, all right? <laughs> but Central Park's actually pretty safe. But uh, Ritzy area, that's where like, uh, like uh, Trump Tower and... Um, you know, the, the real upscale, like CNN is there. That's why when I said the CN Tower, like the CNN building is there. There's sort of like some upscale TV studios. and But I was reading a paper today, Cam, the New York Post, and uh, it's the most expensive apartment slash condo ever sold in New York City. How much do you think? So basically it's on the 70th floor. It's going to be on the 70th floor of 70 floors but it's actually four floors. So buddy's got from the 66th floor like his suite, it's 25,000 square feet. I don't know what your house is, but Okay. My last 15. condo I think was like 800 square feet.
1: Yeah, yours yeah. My town was like 14, 15. So
3: I might guess would yeah, be Yeah, I uh... I live in a pretty big place. I think my place is like 1100 square feet. Or it's pretty big this place that I'm in. Like I like I got multiple rooms, there's like a hallway, you know what I mean? Like I got a big pretty big place. 20 five. all right Right. 20, so, twenty-five thousand square feet, four floors, basketball court, private pool, uh, movie theater, etc. Two hundred and eighty-three million dollars. Sorry, two. <laughs> two <200. laughs> they Imagine I of the prices, right, sir? You're wrong by two hundred and sixty million dollars. Great yeah, prices, right, thanks, Bob. Eight, you, you hit the <laughs> you lead in. Yeah, eighteen million. True. Sounds sounds nice. Eighteen million. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was even going to say, at least like, didn't go over. Tops? Like, at least you like, didn't go God. over.
3: <laughs> oh, I went way under. <laughs> okay. It broke the record. The previous record was one hundred and thirty-seven million dollars.